you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Try Nuvex First Defence Nasal Spray. Now $11.99 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Thursday, 17th of March. It's just after 6 o'clock. Great to have you on the airways listening to us here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz is off to the IPL. We'll hopefully get an update. I haven't heard from him lately, so hopefully have to get a little rundown on how he's going over there and see what's transpiring over in India and when before they, I don't know when they first game is, but anyway, we'll keep, keep you up to that and I'll have a wee look to see where that first hit out for the IPL is going to happen. We've got Tony Kemp and Louis Herman, what in the house? Woo! And we'll keep you up to date, because today, coming up on the show, <laughs> we got a four-hour doozy. Four-hour special, because that's what we do on Thursdays. We want to give you it all. Starting us off today, we've got Jess Hotter. She is free, uh, free ride, free ride World's Tour skier and adrenaline junkie, and she is currently leading the Free Ride World Tour competition. She's a 28-year-old, and if you don't know what Free Ride is, well, drop them at the top of this mountain, ski down wherever you want to go, and jump off the biggest cliffs you can see, and that's what it is. So we're going to have a chat to her. She is absolutely crazy. Just hotter. And following that, we're going to talk to Cormac Buchanan. Cormac Buchanan, he's a Southland teenager, and he will contest two championships in racing in 2022, he's just signed for Spanish team AGR, and he also returns to Red Bull MotoGP uh, Rookies Cup. He's only 15 years of age, he's a young kid from Southland, uh, doing big things on the racing stage. And keeping up with the racing theme, we're going to keep, uh, we're going to talk today to Chris Medlin. We've had Chris Medlin on the show before, we're going to talk a bit of F1, because it's getting closer to the first GP at Bahrain, 21st of March, that Race starts, and, uh, well, I've been watching Drive to Survive, and we had um, Will Buxton on last week, and how good was he? And it's quite cool when you see him on the on the show now, and you see him having a wee chat and all the drama that's unfolding. You can see all the wags on there having their little say. Toto and Christian going ballistic at each other. And then last night I watched the race when they're watching Team Haas, and, well, who owns Team Haas? A couple of Russian billionaires. Oh, they'll be no good at the moment, so... Looking forward to having a chat to Chris Medlin about the latest of the F1. And then, like always, Court Kings catch up with Tom Abercrombie. He's back. He's back breaking ankles for the breakers. They just agonisingly went down in a close encounter lately. But we'll have a wee chat with him. And then uh, our final hour, the leg hour of power 2.0 with Matua Kempe. Oh, how good. How good. He's, he's dug into that. He's dug into that black book. Again, Kempe, again, you've just dug in deep and you've found him. Uncle Pricey, Steve Price, 313 NRL games, 91 for the Warriors, for the Warriors. And he's a two-time premiership winner, and he 
What do I think when I think Steve Price? Meter eater. Just eats those meters for breakfast. He's a real meter eater, that fella. So looking forward to having a chat to Pricey. And then, well, Louis, have you got that sting ready to play, mate? Can you give us a little back in the day? Can you give us one? In my day, with Matua Kempe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the end of the league hour with power. We're going to go back in the day with Matua Kempe. So, Kempe, it's your time to shine, brother. Last hours for you. Like always, give us a text on the Temple Bed Post, double eight, double three, anytime, or even give us a call because Mato and myself would love to hear from you. 0800 150 811. There you go. That is our show for today. Got to cross over and say hello to the team Jacob, uh, Kez, Aroha, Morena, and to the team in the studio. How are you, brothers? Atamanahu, Paratai. Hi, um, I'm very good, mate. Woke up with a uh, with a fresh head, and I just <laughs> I started laughing because every time I think about that thing that um, that Louis put together, I, I swear when I first heard it that it was Kez, but but Louis Louis you know, played me back some footage, and it's definitely me. He reckons I, I get at least one of those out a day, as he say, mate. We'll see what we, we we'll see what we can we see what we can bring back back in my day later on. You know when someone says something like quite often, but they just they just they don't even realise they say it. I just I was just sitting here, yeah. and over the last couple of weeks, I've realised Kimby is busting out. Oh look, in my day, we just you do know with the haircut like that. <laughs> look, in my day, when we were growing up in White today. Look, look, in my day, when Big Red Al Sharrick, just it was just there's too many of them. So um. We're going to be careful with these young fellas, eh, is he? They don't miss <laughs> yeah, a beat. Mate, they don't, mate. They don't. <laughs> oh, man, I love that little thing. So well done. Well done. He um, can't be anyway. certain that it wasn't him as well. <laughs> yeah, just certain <laughs> that it was Kez putting on the voice. But No, as I said, as he said definitely check that out. Good, good, as he had, a, had my... Um, uh, my social, which is a which is code word for passive aggressive touch, uh, semi final last night down at Cornwall Park, and the lads yeah. got the dub five four. So we're going to the big dance next Wednesday night. Wow. <laughs> we're off to the granny. <laughs> Mate, we won. We we won that that that. Um, I think it was over thirty fives. I played in Cornwall Park there when I first got back from back the in UK in two thousand. Back in my day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I came back. I'd, I'd been coming back, you know, um, throughout my career and just hanging out with a few mates and playing the old touch game. But when I came back to to to, to live, I ended up getting into the over thirty fives down in the touch at Cornwall Park, and and we took yeah. out that title. Oh, I reckon maybe five or six years in a row, and then it started getting really hard because the young blokes started hearing about us, and they started to stack the teams. And then it got really mm. aggressive. It got really like young blokes started like mate, our knees by that stage were totally gone, <laughs> and and you knew that they stacked the team when they had some bloke that was just jumping around us. We couldn't even like you put your hand out one second. By the time your hand went out, he'd like three feet past you. So yeah, it went from touch to sort of shove to grab to <laughs> to get. Um, it's a fatiguing game, mate. Eh? Oh. Touch is very, very fatiguing. You, it's got to have good fitness and full good fitness base about you. Yeah? Because I've played it a couple of times and uh, yeah, I, I went no. Oh, is he? No you, like you said, the knees. You would be like in your. You must have played it growing up. Like you would have been the the ideal touch player. Like someone like Sean Johnson. You know those mixtapes of Sean Johnson online yeah. where he just that's so. Yeah, yeah you, it's not like you were that dissimilar when you were flying around. Oh, I played. 
I play, but I didn't. We didn't play like I didn't play serious touch. You know, like when you play touch in the backyard and it's just cruisy and you're just doing scucky long balls and you know, you're like you just you're just trying to razzle dazzle. But when you go to actual tournaments and it's just about smashing the meters out of dummy half, doing those little one-off tip runners and trying to get the meters um, eaten up and then get down there and you do your little fancy bogeys and out of dummy half and then give it and get the ball back. Like that's the stuff I don't really get into. So. But it's a good game. I, I, if I did play, I played it all every lunchtime. You know, at high school, remember lunchtime? Go out in the park, play touch for the whole entire lunch break. Go to class stinking of bo and, yes. and smelly ears. Links Africa, <laughs> Links Africa for days, <laughs> and back into the class. So I'm just trying to picture Kempi. Let's try and picture what sort of touch player Louis is. Is he a grafter? Is he a grinder? Is he a razzle-dazzle, give me the ball nah, and mate, jam off my right and throw a scucky long ball or what? Nah, mate, he's, he's Gary Freeman, mate. He's all lip. That's what he is. Lit, <laughs> lit up the lip. That's what he is. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Louis can't help himself when he's up against Blake saying, yeah. you know, when they drop balls yeah. and they, you know, he and, and, and he, and he, and he t- touches them just before they get down the ground and he goes, no, 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 you thought you were in then. You know, he's one of them blokes. <laughs> I I've I've got better. I used to be terrible. I used to be I used to be terrible. I was like, you know, when we had Brooke Kretalica on last week, I, I was saying to Kempi, yeah. I think we went to the break. Oh, actually, no, I said it on air. We when I was in high school, we were, we had a first fifteen team, and so we were playing in the men's senior competition at, at Southbrook and Rangura in the fir, in the mm. as a first fifteen. Oh, just a, well, it was some of us lads and the, Brooke's team. So he was kind of in his prime then, then as well. And they just hated us because we just were chippy and lippy. And he actually picked me up and threw me one day. He flipped me. I remember it really clearly. But um, no, I don't know. I just I, I can't pass very well, especially going going right. God, I got a terrible right-handed going right pass on me. But just kind of loiter around. It, it is tough, like when you get to, especially like last night, and they're making you sub in the sub box. And you know, people when it kind of slows down and the game slows down, and fourth and fifth touches are really pretty much. Dump and it's mm. a play out of dummy and the guy tries to catch you offside. It, it is it takes the joy out of it a little bit. Like you're, you're right, the sitting yeah. in the backyard whacking around, um, that's really what touch in New Zealand's all about. They reckon Richie yeah, Mawonga yeah. was a freak. They reckon that he was for yeah. St Andrews. He, him and um, his wife now they and their that, that mixed team they were they won nationals and he was just like a a god out there, Daggy. It's like surfing, eh? Yeah. Is he? It's like surfing touch. You know, it's it's for little guys, mate. Little short halfbacks, you know, it's not really made for yeah. big, big lumbering front rowers. And True. That. So, um, you know, it's a, like I, I don't really enjoy that type of touch where you're just running one off the one off the ruck and putting the ball between yeah. your legs. Like, there's not a hell of a lot of skill mm. in that. It does bring the, I guess, it does bring the people that you know really want to play at that level into the game and don't have this only have to catch a football. Um, but when we play touch before they before they change those roles, the Peter Walters rules, um, it was actually really really cool because because big guys played like I remember playing with Charlie McAllister. You guys know who Charlie McAllister is, Luke's old man. Like yeah. Charlie McAllister, yeah. I watched him down in Inglewood play against John Kerwin when John Kerwin first come onto the scene, and um, it was an invitational side down that Taranaki played, and Charlie was the same. I mean, him and John Kerwin be the same age. And of course, no one heard about Charlie McAllister. I bet you John Kerwin doesn't forget that game. Like Chaz, just dominated the game. And mm. the thing with him for a big man, when we used to play touch, we used to play in the same touch team because he's from my hometown. So really good mates. And 
Um, we had you know me, him, um, Davy Watson. You know, who ended up being a Kiwi all on the same team. You just you just got the ball, mate. There was no dumping. It was like mm. get the ball and just try your best. And that's that's before they changed all the rules. So, you know, games of touch back in those days would pe- people say, "Oh, there's a game of touch." The whole the whole town would come to it. The whole town, mate. Back in the day. Oh, I love you, Kippy. I love you, mate. You get me up every single day. You bring so, so good. much good in. It's so good. Hey, Kippy, Kippy. I'll tell you who's a mean touch player, mate. Nui Bartlett. I don't know if you heard of Nui Butler. He's from Hawke's Bay. He's Tohu Harris's first cousin yeah. from Tamatea there. Because Tohu, I watched Tohu Harris growing up, mate, and he was a freak on the touch fielders too. And then he played a union, and he was mean at that too. And then he just went off on this random-ass tour and started playing for the Melbourne Storm. I was like, wow, look at this kid go. Awesome, awesome story. But his cousin, Nui Butler, he uh, actually b- broke his neck. I don't know if you remember probably a long time ago, 2006, McLean Park, Hawke's Bay just got relegated to first division and we played Canterbury in our first game and uh, Nui Butler broke his neck, mate, nearly um, paralysed mm. for life, but he actually got back to playing again and uh, he was the freakish touch player. And when you actually watch touch players that actually understand the game and there's a whole team, both sides are full of stacked and, and talented touch players, it's a great game to watch, man. It's like it's chess. It's an awesome game. It's like chess, yeah, bro. You watch these players just really unravel mm. the defences, and when they they go from there to there, they throw these big scucky long balls, and oh, it's an awesome, <laughs> awesome game to watch. I love it. Nehi Milnaskada, Nehi Milnaskada, he would be so good. Yeah. It, was, it was everyone with feet, eh? It just it just reminded <laughs> me again. I'm not going to go back that far, but the first time, <laughs> the first time I ever met the first time I ever met John Schuster. I got. Um, I was yeah. playing. Down, I was playing down in Wellington, and I, you know, we had a really good. You know, telling that story about Charlie McKellis and team, and one of the fathers used to take that team around New Zealand and, and ambush tournaments. <laughs> so you know, he they no one knew us, mate. You know, like we like um, Ruotapuki's cousins, the Tangata brothers. You know, and myself and Davy and Charlie McKellis, and like no one knew us, mate. So we'd ambush all these tournaments around New Zealand. They go, oh, there's this tournament up here. There's three thousand dollar prize money. You know, let's jump in a van and go to it. Well, I was in Wellington. I was playing in Wellington. It's the first time I met John Schuster. Um, and we and me and him ended up becoming really good mates playing in Newcastle as the centres. But it was the first time I met him. And I, I remember he either he was, he was had just made the All Blacks um, or I knew he was going to be an All Black. And I remember running out against him. And it was, and, the, and yeah, it, we were in the final of this touch t- tournament in Wellington. And it was me versus John Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it came down to. It was one of you'd make a movie on him. If you can get Netflix on it, we'll make a movie out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a you can play me. It's called Step and to Louis, Survive. You can, you can play yeah. John Schuster. Yeah. Anyway, it was really, really close. The final score was two one. We we got him. We got him two one. And I scored the shoe scored the try, and I scored the two tries. But both tries I scored, shoe touched me before I scored them. <laughs> you grub, gloating about it on the radio all these years later. Shoe actually, they were like, they were in touches. They were like, he, oh, you could feel just like the, you know, he was reaching out, but you know, as if he can just feel like someone's fingers rubbing across the bottom of your shirt. And of course, the, the referee wasn't that good, mate. And I put the try down. And I remember just walking back past him with a smile on my face, and he, in his freshy voice, going, oh, "I got you." <laughs> <laughs> and well, I was I was seventeen then, and we ended up being at Newcastle. I was twenty one when he came to Newcastle. We ended up playing the game, and I remember saying to. 
I got you both those times. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you didn't, brother. We won. 2-1. That's gold. Um, oh, that's funny. Who, double eight, double three, the Temper Bedpost text machine, or 0800 811, the Kennard's Tire phone line. Give us a call. Flick us a message. Who's the best touch player you might, you've come across on a, on a Wednesday down at Cornwall Park or Southbrook or wherever you are at around yeah. Wellington? Let us know. Who have you kind of at Burnside there? Who have you accidentally faced up against? Who's the best touch player you've seen? Or if you just want to give your mates a, a shout-out, um, come through on the text machine. We'd love to hear from you. It's a great sport. Everyone can play it. It's um, kind of like social netball, though, as it, it does get very passive-aggressive. Yeah, mate. I love it. I love it. I love it. Peter Walters, eh? Like, obviously, he'll go to the, man. the goat. The goat of, of New Zealand touch. Um, I don't know how he's getting on in, in age, but he's still razzle-dazzling those fields, mate, and showing the young kids how it is. Um, but, mate, it's a good sport. It's a good sport. Who do you reckon? I'll do this text. Who's, who's the current rugby or league player that you think could be the beast of a touch player? We've already spoke about Richie Maunga. We've already spoke about Nihi Milnoskada. I don't know if RTS is. RTS ever played touch? I wonder if RTS has ever played touch. Oh, he would have. I'm, sh- I'm certain. He plays touch in wow. rugby league, mate. Yeah. People t- <laughs> yeah, they can't touch <laughs> People him. People can't touch him in rugby <laughs> league. So he'd be a freak on a touch field. Um, oh. Will Jordan? Because, like, that explosive Will, speed off the mark, like out of dummy. Yeah. Your will could be really good. Um, horrible pass on him, so he'll be just straight eater, meter eater. Um, I'm just joking. He can pass. Um, I reckon Munster would be pretty good, mate, because he's one of those players yeah. that jumps around and goes across two or three players really quickly. Oh, mm. I know, Kimpy. I know who could do it. Um, Cody Nicarima. Because oh. he's not going to be playing for the Warriors this weekend, so... <laughs> Cut it out, Louis. Stop he's, being so hard on the men. He's, maybe we could get Cody over for our import him for our final next Wednesday night at Cornwall Park. It's 21 minutes by 6 o'clock. He plays touch anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you boys are Keep those I'm messages joking. coming through. Who would be the best touch player if you were to pick one out? And who's the best person you've ever seen out there skipping around? The White Ferns go at it today. We have got that commentary here. We have to talk about that. There's so much going on in the world. I have dug through the fields for this weekend, and I reckon it's a good weekend to have a punt. So I'll let you know. Um, well, we might actually have a chat about Highbourne as well in the loveracing.nz slot. There's plenty going uh, on around the world. Izzy's got a confession to make about that. 22 minutes past six here with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Find Victor and Parker Rabard Black XS100 mil for only $89.99 at Chemist Warehouse. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Mm, yes, you are. 17th of March. Uh, so much going on in the world of sport. Formula One kicking off. We're kind of the adrenaline junkies today. We're talking about uh, free skate. Uh, Free skiing, coming off mountains, motorbiking, petrol, Steve Price running it off the back fence. And there's some great texts here coming through about the, the touch we were looking at, Izzy. Uh, Benji would have killed in touch. Shane from Auckland, mm. man, your man Benji would have been unreal. He, he killed it, mate. In fuck a ton. You go watch YouTube, you type in Benji man, and Benji didn't kill it, touch. Mate. Yeah, bro. Go watch absolutely. it. Izzy's dead right. Go on to YouTube and watch Benji play touch. <clears throat> Insane. He was so good, bro. And he had his, his young Māori boy with curly hair. This is before he took off to the NRL. So, yeah, go watch it, man, if you can. YouTube, Benji Marshall. 
Le, uh, Fakatani touch days. Bang. You'll see some razzle. We also got several reads. I thought several would be quite good. Um, I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the dynamics of touch. You probably know a little bit more. But dynamics is everyone's pretty much going to have a pass on them, surely. Is, is that right? Or, or just does um, it have certain players, we, like people that eat I actually, meters, I actually people that are the passes? Yeah, there, there are positions. There's middles, there's links, and there's wings. And I don't know whether when you get to that, mm. that I don't know whether when you get to the high level, everyone has to be interchangeable. But for like the middles of the guys like Benji and SJ and, um, you know, yeah. you, Daggy, with that f- just slick, what do you call a Scucky wide ball. Um, <laughs> just but, ooey gooey. The ooey gooey. The ooey gooey. <laughs> Ooey gooey Louie. Um, but yeah. I could imagine Sevu just picking it up out of dummy and just putting the foot to the floor and just flying out and then just yeah. doing something dumb like throwing it over the sideline. <laughs> I'm trying to find the position for Sima, Simasoni Tokiaho. Where would he go? He's not playing. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, that, was, that was a random one. That good team, mate. <laughs> that was a random one. Yeah. He, he's a dumper, mate. He's a dumper. Who was it? Somebody on our network was saying he's going to push. Um, oh, it was Joey Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. He's pushing. He's going to push mm, Cody Taylor mm. and Dane Coles. I, it breaks me, but I think Joe's completely right. He's he has come he so is. good. He has come so good. He is very very good. And the thing with uh, you know the with Colsey, he gets very he's injured, quite injured, quite a few times with his calves and things like. When Colsey's fit, very very good. Cody Taylor. Um, just needs some game time, probably lacking a bit of game experience at the moment. Um, hopefully he can find his feet. But Samasoni, honestly, at this moment, and how good was he last year on the India Tour when he took his opportunities, he's the first man in that hook of the roll list for me. Anyway, he's um, he's very, very good, Louis. So uh, I love that. I reckon Dane Coles would have fancied himself as a, a touch player. Because remember when Dane Coles <laughs> was younger and he was just loitering on the wing and everyone was like, who's this hooker that can... He kind of changed the game for hookers, Kempe. I, I think Dane Coles is the only hooker in rugby union that would make it as a hooker in rugby league. It's a, mm. a true story. I've watched Dane Coles play and he plays... There's, there's two things that I like about Dane Loves Coles. Is he too. plays a way above his weight... I mean, like, he's ringing wet when he's running, mate. He's playing 10 to 15 Ks above his weight. And the second thing, he's got some skill, mate. I'm mean, Seriously, he's got mm. some, some vision and some skill. And I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know for the life of me why an NRL club hasn't had a look at Dane Coles and go, let's pick him up. Let's, have, let's give him a crack. As a, as a, age? Age? Yeah. Would age be a factor? Yeah, but see, hookers, hookers, you, hookers do mature. So, you know, you're going to... You're going to pick up Dane Coles, and he's going to pick it up really quick because mm. he's smart, you know. And they and they're a dime a dozen at the moment in the NRL. Decent hookers, uh, they mm. are. No. Like it's kind of a it's a the age old question which rugby players would translate. But you're right. He do you can't know, kick though. Do you know? Yeah, but you know what? He can't he, kick. But you know what he makes <laughs> up for? He can't kick. But you know what he makes up for? He's got he, Dane Coles is the most leaguey rugby union player going around. He's just Absolutely. a he red lines so like he he's he's so so prone to just to just play on that fringe doing something so stupid but that's Loves what you want. The Wobos. Does he? Loves the Warriors. Yeah, mate. Go look at his Instagram. He's just he got a signed old school uh, Warriors kit just from the team. So they love him as well. Um, the DB better one. Um, yeah, he loves it. Bang. We'll have to, maybe we'll get Dane Coles on the proviso talk union and we'll just ask him, is it our year? <laughs> That's the one question. Mate, let's try and get him to a tournament. Try and get him to a league tournament. Let's do it. Hey, one last text here from Pistol. Thanks, Pistol. Sounds like Kempe's been watching Louis play Aussie rules. 
Um, he hasn't, but he can probably read between the lines. It's, it's not a pretty watch. It is 28 minutes away from 7 <laughs> o'clock this morning. Love Racing Dotting's We had a debrief yesterday on the punt after this. And also, I'm going to tip a couple out for the weekend, but there's a massive elephant in the room. And we're going to get to it after the news with Araha for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.